0: welcome to another episode of shared history taste the history i'd rather not thank
1: you (laughs) just one one sense you don't really need to throw in there ever really
0: yeah those the other senses i can experience history i don't think that i need a i don't think that i need a taste of history on my tongue although we do often talk about how we're sharing some tasty tasty little history snacks
1: So here's a non-sensory little taste of history for you.
0: Yeah. Well, no, they're listening to it, Cass, so that's a sense.
1: Different sensory.
0: (laughs) Got it. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of tasty, tasty snacks, (laughs) I'll just do the most uncomfortable segue that I (laughs) possibly can, trying to contain his... Cackle is a wonderful guest for us today. Our first international guest on this here history Ooh. podcast, which is important to Cass and I because we hate American history. So why do we keep <laughs> only having Americans on the podcast? <laughs> this is a Scottish actor and writer. He was in the National Theatre of Scotland production of Blackwatch. He was an original West End cast member of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. You might, well, I was going to say, right recognize him but you can't see him podcasting is a visual medium you might know him from black mirror he also is the writer of the play stand by it's adam mcnamara which is my uh, hi super white american pronunciation of mcnamara It was very
2: good it's very good i've heard many iterations of that name mcnamara mcnamara is a good one i've heard
0: rhyming with camera all right yeah
1: yeah, and I'm I'll like,
2: I, I don't think I've, he- I've not heard that pronunciation ever. <laughs> I mean, but there you go.
1: Not even mad. I'm impressed that you could find that stretch. Mac, <laughs> Macnamara. I can't even <laughs> say it.
0: I can't do it. Adam, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Oh, it's a pleasure. Absolute pleasure.
0: It's a pleasure to have you here. I have heard through the grapevine that you are mm. a great big history nerd, and I say nerd affectionately.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, thanks. I'll, uh, I'll take that. I mean, before we were recording, you were kind of giving me the kind of backhanded compliments. But, you know, so it's kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of used to it. Um, <laughs> all the history that I am now aware of, it wasn't taught to me at school.
0: Oh, so you didn't learn anything in school either? No, just Cass and I. (laughs) Right?
2: No, all I, all I, all all I've taken from history at school is like Spitfires and the British Empire, which you know it was a skewed look at that. A bit (laughs)
1: one-sided.
0: Yeah, a wee bit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! I was telling my sister this the other day. I accidentally pre-gamed for this podcast with you by uh-huh. starting to read clan lands and now i just the the sam hugan and uh graham oh, yeah. mctavish book and now i just want to have share like a whole season of just shared scottish history <laughs> i would be okay with that
2: well it's it's amazing i mean I, the, the stuff that uh, i mean even the stuff i'll talk about today i didn't know about and there's lots of scottish history um that i've i mean I, there's a great book uh the scottish enlightenment which I think is written by an American. Um, but it's because in Scotland, it's kind of like, we're like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, that, oh yeah, that happened, yeah, but, uh, you know. Do you think it's, it's th- like
0: a product of like being a country and a people that have been around for a very long time we're just like, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Do you know what that reminds me of? Do you mind if I segue?
0: Girl,
1: oh yeah. But
2: <laughs> we, we were doing Blackwatch, we were in DC and we got taken around uh, uh, Capitol Hill and stuff and we got, we we'd done the tour and like, there's like, I don't know, there's 20 Scots on this tour. And uh, there was this, uh, uh, the tour guide got to this section of of wall that had been like left unpainted. And she was like pointing at it and saying, oh, this, this part of the wall is a hundred years old. <laughs> <laughs> and she said it with like so much pride. And we were all kind of looking at each other like, Right. <laughs> and then there was a guy at the back of the group was like, um, my local pub's about 400 years old.
0: <laughs> We're just a little like, baby Tobless. country. <laughs> I love it. Uh, my house is 124 years old and so I'll periodically, somebody will say like, yeah, my ha- this place is a bit dated. It's from like the 70s. And I'm like, my house was built in 1886. <laughs> but Okay. <laughs> Your '70s ranch is uh is dated. Black Watch is is historical as well, right?
2: Well, yeah, it's about. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's about a lot of things. Um, because the Black Watch is like a historic, like historic regiment in Scotland. Um, and uh, the thing about the Black Watch was it was um people used to be recruited from like families and um you know a whole bunch a whole bunch of families that lived quite close to each other. Um, sometimes streets and in villages and in cities and it was usually the um the east coast of Scotland where I'm from so my accent is dundonian uh but so a lot of the black watch were east coast Fife uh Dundee up to like to you know um the kind of northeast um so when when there was like travis days like in in war there were like there was whole villages like almost like kind of wiped out of all these young men you know so that it's it's uh, it's it's got a, a, everyone holds the Black Watch quite close to their heart, but um, yeah, it was it was an amazing story. It was an amazing story to tell, specific, specifically that one because the Black Watch overnight were disbanded while they were fighting. In, they just in like call the whole thing like, off. Yeah, they were like let's
0: just let's just stop it. Yeah, was that <laughs> we did something different tomorrow?
1: <laughs> was that kind of like trippy almost? So clearly, this is. Scottish history, well known, but you probably have to dig more into the history and something that's seemingly so well known for you. You're like, whoa, there's so much more involved in this. Oh, yeah. Researching a role like that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I wanted, when I was on, you know, I really wanted to do that show as much justice as possible because you're like telling the story of like guys, young guys who got blown up. I mean, you know, there's there's conversations to be had about war and any, anyway, and foreign policy, which, you know, I'm, I'm very, uh, I could conversate uh, about for a while. <laughs> um, uh, and because I used to be a cop, everyone automatically assumes that I'm very pro-police. You know, um, when I'm, I'm not, I'm, I criticize the police and I think it's important to criticize the police because we should hold the police to a very high standard. And we don't, and they get off with a lot of things, as we know, and that's not just like here, it's like globally. They do an amazing job and the majority of the police are doing a good job, but um, uh, they're, 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 there's elements of it that just need kind of wiped out. You know?
1: Yeah. We're living through a lot of that in America right now. Of, yeah.
2: Yeah. Let's I hold,
1: mean, let's, we, because we love our country and all the things, let's hold it to a higher standard.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah exactly like and you know it's like here we had the scottish independence referendum in 2014 which we voted no to our own independence which is embarrassing <laughs> um but uh you know we we got told that if we voted yes we'd be at the eu and it was all this like proper like scaremongering yeah. tactics you know and it's yeah we are we are we are we are where we are anyway yeah. that's not why that's not why i'm here
0: that's a whole other <laughs> podcast that's like 12 seasons for the podcast right there yeah <laughs> That's for a future episode where we talk about what's happening now. No. And, but now, but then it's like in the future and we refer to it as history. That's like back to the future podcast history stuff. Yeah, The last year has been enough uh, lived history for me. Thank you very much. Oh my God, um, there was a
2: program that got advertised just before I came on here. And it was, um, uh, I think it's called Trump Takes Over America or Trump's Take Over the World or something. And, I, and just seeing him again on television, even though it was literally minutes ago we left the White House, just seeing him on television, I was like, oh my God, he was the president.
1: <laughs> it's yes. just hard to fathom during, before, during, and after.
0: Yeah. Well, it was really hard to fathom before, which is why we didn't think that. Yeah. yeah. I live in an urban bubble. <laughs> Boy, don't I. Uh, so do you. Have you always loved history or did you kind of come to it later in life when you realized, when you weren't getting a grade for it?
2: Um, yeah. You know what? That, and, and, and that goes for science as well. And I also... Because I remember sitting in physics and my first day of physics, and going, oh my God, this is going to be so exciting. It's going to be like time travel and that. And then it was like, this is how you change a plug. And I was like, fuck off. A plug? <laughs> and then it was like, this is when I had hair. And it was like, touch the Van de Graaff generator and watch your hair stand up. And I'm like, I'm bored already. <laughs> Like, there's only so many hairstyles that I can look at standing on end. <laughs> can we talk about like black holes and shit and like and, and like that didn't happen. so um I kind of switched off. I was that kind of student i I've got a very short attention span, and it wasn't until I left school that I was actually like, ah, I need to learn about stuff. <laughs> so I wanted to do it, and I think that's the um that's the moment in that's the moment in your life where you kind of absorb things better, right when when you're actually in the mood for. Or taking new um, information on board so yeah so nice. yes science politics history all came to me later in life
1: i think when you can combine them all that's when it finally gets interesting as opposed to yeah. we're going to learn about fractions for three weeks and then we're going to learn yeah. about you know the the civil war or whatever and it's all segmented and i just need to memorize these things get a grade on them but when you can connect yeah. science to history and literature yeah. and art you're like oh, it's all connected
2: yeah and also you find chunks of science you're like, uh, and history you're like well, well this is amazing why have i never heard about this before
0: mm-hmm. yeah i would
2: you have know? gladly
0: spent three weeks on this <laughs>
2: yeah i mean that that would have been like really interesting rather than like well yeah spitfires do you know what i mean <laughs> like this is the plane they used that won the war <laughs> you're like yeah. was it cool
0: for, I feel like I feel like we're always in America. It's always just like great, and then we broke up with Britain, and then, um, and then the 70s happened, and then now we're today. What?
2: Oh my God! Like talking about that. I mean, this is like another wee segue. But there was an amazing show on over here called uh, Clyde built the ships that built the empire. Or- or something like that and it was about all these amazing ships that got built in Glasgow where where I am at the moment then it followed the life of those ships now this sounds boring as shit right but it's like where these ships went after they were built in Glasgow was like amazing and then there was this um kind of ship uh, called a blockade runner which was I think it was invented here and built here and it was at, at the time it was like a speedboat Right, no one could keep up with it, and it was and it was a captain from Dundee who whose family can be traced back right now to present day, living in a place called Brodie Ferry in Dundee, and and this captain basically kept your Civil War going. <laughs> I shouldn't Great. laugh; that's terrible. I, d- I didn't mean to laugh. I didn't mean to go. <laughs> he kept the war going, but like it would, he, the, the blockade runners would go through well all the blockades that were in the sea and just keep feeding ammunition and food to the south, and just keep it going. And I think it went on for longer than what it should have.
1: Now, I feel like you were talking about some sort of story or something with the the Navy and whatnot during mm-hmm. the Civil War. And it was, it was because of these blockade runners. They were almost like commissioned, like, yeah, yeah like pay me to do this, I'll give, I'll give ammo to everyone. I don't really care who yeah. wins the war. I'm getting a shit ton of money. They were like lucrative.
2: Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kind of, you know, sorry for that, but it's like, <laughs> Well, what's it, more it, it,
1: American than that? Yeah, I'll keep yeah. the war going if I'm getting paid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: How much can I make? Fucking come on. <laughs> it's like, I'm not picking a side because I can cash either side's checks.
2: I yeah. Don't. <laughs> yeah, totally. But I mean, I, that, I might have like riffed on that history. and, and I, But I, I'm sure it's an, it's an amazing documentary by a Scottish actor. Slash presenter. He is an actor, but he does presenting as well. About Scottish history and stuff, um, and he done a whole thing about on, ch- on chattel slavery, which is Scotland kind of put the blinkers on and went, "We weren't involved in slavery. We weren't. That wasn't us. We weren't involved." And then, uh, yeah, we were, <laughs> a lot, a lot, yeah. um, and uh, and we've kind of just like as another piece of history that's just been uh, brushed under the carpet. We'll mm-hmm. let we'll let everyone else take the blame for that. We won't take. We won't accept it. And I think it's really important for. I think it's for, for societies to move on and to acknowledge your history which is you know we don't that's why we keep yeah. on making the same fucking mistakes all the time yeah um yep
1: so. I, well, I mean i just read an article about how america can take a lesson from germany how they're mm-hmm. the the holocaust and everything is on the forefront of their mind always they're learning about it they're like we did this yeah this wasn't good this was why it happened whereas in america there aren't statues to nazis what is our yeah. history? Whereas in America, yeah. it's what? like let's not even mention slavery yeah. and pretend it went away because it did, and we're all better now.
2: Yeah, and I we know. can take
1: a lesson from: let's bring it up and talk about uncomfortable stuff.
2: Yeah, exactly. And that—I that, I, mean—we'll probably go into it when I talk about what I'm actually going to talk about. We I even
1: talk about it yet. <laughs>
0: Everyone this was is like, every Why you episode here? adam don't <laughs> even worry. this is fine i've i've i'm like i've rest, i'm restraining myself right now from talking about like other things that i'm like ooh, this shiny thing that i also want to because i want i want to get i want to get to to your story yeah. that you have brought to us today yeah
2: yeah <laughs> so tell I'll us get on with it talk- then <laughs>
0: Yeah, sh- Shitter, get off the pot, Adam. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jesus, Every-
2: everyone's listening like this. Well, I mean, what the fuck is this guy talking about? What's, what's what is this? Um, I know why you didn't learn anything at school because you never fucking paid attention. Oh, oh listen,
0: listen. <laughs> Flipping Something ahead shiny and- in the book.
2: <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so I my, my my own history is I was a police officer for like seven years in uh, in, in Dundee. And when I was at Tully Allen, which is you know that's where the police go to to train, and 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 I remember, I remember being like, you know, told all about Robert Peel and the Metropolitan Police and how they were like the pinnacle of policing, and you know everyone were looking up for them. They were the cornerstone of of everything, of like modern day policing, and like they they set things in motion with regards to um, criminal investigation and looking at crime scenes and developing all of that. So I left thinking that and then do you guys get a program i think you must do um who do you think you are which is celebrities go on and
1: we have
0: a version oh. of that yeah and i've watched a lot of i mean you're I, okay i was gonna try not to talk about david tennant on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fail. Um, but I've, I've watched i've watched his episode and a few others because uh, we have the uk episodes on youtube i don't mm-hmm. know if we have our own we just steal shit that works from uh yeah I don't know that I've seen any with uh
1: any there's been American people doing it but I don't know how long that show lasted because anytime any mention of slavery came up they'd be like oh, cancel my episode I'm not doing it <laughs> seriously I think Ben Affleck like there was some mention in his history he's like nope take me off take me off the show wow I mean fuck talk about I mean, not wanting to talk about it <laughs> yeah
2: I mean I spoke to my gran about doing it and I'd love to be in a position to get invited on that show and she just went like that Maybe best just to leave that. And I was like, "What the fuck do you know? Do you know what I
0: mean?" Yeah. <laughs> like, let's just do our own version of it right here, Gran. Right. So
2: I'm watching this program, right? And there's a there's a famous baker across here on um, on uh, British Bake Off called Paul Hollywood. And um, oh, we're familiar. <laughs> oh yeah, Laser Eyes. Um, and. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's <they're> so blue. <laughs> um And uh, so, justice I, I, for Mary berry Justice for Mary berry
2: <laughs> Oh my God! I, I mean, no one can see this, but you look quite angry about that. <laughs>
1: We've got strong feelings. I'm Team Pro all the way. I would. We don't need to open this can of worms.
2: I should have brought it up. Mary I should have berry. just made up another guy's name. I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: this podcast. We're gonna. We have to break up after <laughs> this podcast. <laughs>
2: So I'm I'm watch I'm watching it you know watching this who do you think you are and then there's a moment in it when he goes back to Glasgow, and uh, and he's and he's fi- he finds out that his great great grandfather was one of the first police officers in the UK, and then there's then they they, they were talking to this guy um, at, at the police museum, uh, in in Glasgow, and it you know he's he's saying yeah everyone thinks it was the Metropolitan Police that were the first police force but it was actually twenty four years before was glasgow city police they they, they received royal assent from george the third and i'm sitting watching this i'm sitting watching the TV going what <laughs> what are you talking about and um and then uh Literally over the next three days, I was like obsessed. I was I was still living in London at the time, and I, I phoned up the police museum, and I was like, "Is what? what? Could you speak to me about this?" Um, I was like, "I used to be a police officer. I never knew this." So then I just kind of started reading books and all these books. Um, I've got like a, a list of them here, just in case you guys wanted to. Oh, we do. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, so I started reading this book, uh, which is the case book of uh, Glasgow's first Victorian detective. It, I mean, it, that's, that's a title and a half, isn't it? Um, from a guy called uh, A. Carmichael. And it's, uh, it follows the, um, just the note-taking of this Victorian detective. Because when the Metropolitan Police, when they started in like uh, the 18, late 1820s, when they were commissioned... Um, Glasgow City Police had their first, uh, first detectives like we like they had their essentially the CID which is the Criminal Investigation Department. They their acronym was CDD uh, stood for something else, but so they were already that advanced like they could go to crime scenes and start like you know collating evidence and um, it was just a phenomenal piece of Scottish history that I was just like why are we not talking about this and the more books I read the more I was like, why is no one written a TV show about this? This is, like, phenomenal. And not, not just that, it was, like, the women in... There's a, an amazing quote in this book that I read. Uh, it was called uh, Glasgow, The Real Mean City. Uh, there was a, a phrase in it that's, uh, the female of the species is deadlier than the male. And in Victorian Glasgow, this was backed up with facts and evidence. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then and then you it's just page after page of all these like matriarchs who run in gangs households pubs like it was it was a, such a crazy time but in the West End of Glasgow which has always been kind of you know every city's got their, their area which is really affluent and the, the West End's always been like that the women were the complete opposite of that they were like the the you know well-to-do kind of almost subjugated women that you see on like all these period dramas but the women in the inner city of Glasgow at the time, well, the inner city, but the areas like Tontine Close and the Trongate and stuff like that, they were just running the show. You know, that's so why I started writing a TV show based on the first police force, and it, it, it was just it, like, as I say, like it's just an amazing piece of history that seems to have just been brushed under the carpet. And so I'm Don't trying you to
1: weirdly counterintuitively kind of love it when you stumble upon a piece of history that just makes you. Angry because, like, why are we not talking about this? Which usually means it's really cool, yeah, and probably kind of really important. And it just, yeah. it's good to get excited about it, it's counterintuitive kind of to get angry,
2: but no, absolutely. Like, I wrote this, I wrote a synopsis for it, like, in about two days. I'd I read about four books, and out of those four books, I think I'd collated maybe about, I don't know, maybe 50 pages of notes. And I was like, "This is going to take ages, <laughs> right?" And uh, and um, because like the writer saved to write one script or whatever that you got to read like X amount of books to gen up. And I and I don't know if it was just because I used to be a cop. I was like, "Can I not just like interview someone who's like an expert?" <laughs> and I could just ask them all the questions that are pertinent to my script, and then yeah. just like have that rather than yeah. having to read loads because i read this book this one book about the industrialisation of the west coast of scotland it was fucking well boring right <laughs> and um <laughs> and um i i think i i only needed like one chapter of the whole book i had to read the whole thing and i was like oh my god this is like dry um so i i contacted this uh, uh this doctor dr stephen mullen who's amazing he's like an expert on all the glasgow merchants and uh, the merchants are held in such high res- uh, esteem in Scottish history, they're, like, uh, buried in, like, these really kind of garish, over-the-top uh, tombs in Glasgow Cathedral, like, beside saints, <laughs> do
1: you
2: know what I mean, like, they're, they're like, they're held in that high regard, Yeah. And, uh, and they were all, they were all slave owners. Do you know what I mean? Like all the streets yeah. in Glasgow are named after them. You know, the, as we were talking about it earlier on about how oh, we don't have any connection to slavery anymore. There's, there's a fund at Glasgow University which has a direct link to a merchant who put money into it to give to students. And that was started with slave money. So that money, which is still getting used today, was started because of that money which was, was made off the back of sla- the slave trade. And, uh, and 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 this the slave trade in Scotland was like what well, was worse because it was chattel slavery yes yeah, it debases the human you know the human to nothing and uh, so uh, he took me on a tour like an unofficial tour of glasgow and he was just pointing out all these like buildings that were hidden within other buildings and he was like that's the oldest merchant's house in in glasgow i mean none of this was here at the time and that and i'm just like wow <laughs> this is stunning and yeah. then it was so cool because it, it really fed into the story that i was telling and i was able to picture it a whole, a whole lot better and um it, it, yeah it was it, it's such fast i really hope we get it green light i had a meeting today about it actually with a production company so um i'm i'm still you know i'm still pushing it and i hope to get it kind of made
1: well yeah and doing all that research it probably it's time consuming and tedious and takes forever but then once you've done it all you just see it you're yeah. like I know this back and forth so now i can
2: just like tell the story yeah, yeah absolutely and I, at my first draft my first couple of drafts <laughs> my writing agent was kind of like eh, it's very historic <laughs> now <laughs> and she was like i totally get that you've done a lot of work on making this like as historically like, historically accurate as possible but we need to just put some drama in it <laughs> and i was like shit yeah drama fuck
0: yeah Not <laughs> oh, about that part it's fine yes yeah. just- just like, just like Bridgerton it up and just put gratuitous sex in it and then That's like, it. That's it. Can we
2: just like have a sex in here? Just like, yeah. I <laughs> For no they, reason.
0: <laughs> yeah. Could yeah, there just be exactly. an episode that is a series of progressively more graphic sex scenes? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. That's why not? Really get him in.
1: <laughs> Oddly <laughs> enough, that episode has been streamed more than the entire series. <laughs> People don't even know that it's about cops. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows.
2: That's why she had the cop hat on. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> makes sense that makes
1: sense <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming all right you're welcome you're welcome for the advice adam we will watch okay, oh my god I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna do a fifth draft i'm gonna do a fifth draft of the pilot but
2: yeah like cause, like my fourth draft is completely different from the first and second and it's really funny like if I, when i've because i've obviously kept all the drafts and I, yeah. I have i have went back to look at the first draft just for like some like little kind of nuances that i thought i'd lost mm-hmm. and i was like jesus this is dry <laughs> you know that's what I mean? good so,
1: though they say yeah. your first draft is a final draft like that's <laughs> not oh no, good. Yeah. it's should change should it get it has develop to develop a little
0: more yeah <laughs> yeah you see it yeah. you see it solely uh develop from like one network to another of what of what network it would be for. Be like, well right now this is I don't want to say it's a PBS because PBS is great, but it's like right yeah. now this is this is PBS and we're uh we're aiming for like a Amazon Prime original
1: yeah. or something. We're getting to HBO Max, completely different yeah. show. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 Add more nudity and then it'll be for showtime. It'll be
1: great. Yeah. Um
2: Why is the barmaid? Why why is she naked? Dunno. Dunno. I just wrote it in.
1: Yeah. Adam, this is what happens when you get unsolicited advice. You just start throwing naked people in your (laughs) show. Take this with a grain of salt. (laughs) I don't know.
2: So the first uniform was just a hat and a truncheon and nothing else, that was it, right?
0: <laughs> hey, like, no hey, clothes,
2: none. <laughs> hey,
0: it worked for Outlander, so. <laughs> just as long yeah. as every single person on your cast has to sign a nudity clause that they're comfortable with it, then that's how you know yeah. that it's a work of Yeah, it has like a 12-pack. Yeah.
2: I mean, I mean, yeah. You, know.
0: yeah, you want to keep those makeup artists and their airbrushing guns real busy on set. <laughs> <laughs> contouring some butt cheeks. Yeah. Oh boy. I think that, I think what is like super fascinating also is that like it's not just that you were born and raised in Scotland and never learned about this. Like you were in the Scottish police. Like you yeah. were a police officer. Yeah. And you never like you were so close to the subject matter and yet somehow it had never it, the story had never been told.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and and it's like I felt really kind of stupid, <laughs> but it's like when when you're in the police, like you literally talk about the metropolitan police all the time. Metropolitan and police
0: um, for our listeners is London police. Yeah, that's
2: London. That was like that. So that's I mean, you guys. I think your first police force was in the 1830s. I think of memory. Oh, you're
0: talking about slave patrols because That's that was right, our yeah. first police That's oh okay yeah Was that boston
2: yeah. police department because i think it was boston mm. i want to say boston
0: boston is still a slave patrol ooh. oh uh, yeah um. okay. oh, oh oops. Ooh. oops it's no let's wonder that all, ben affleck let, found be slavery in his past yeah
2: <laughs> let's all be quiet you can edit that out
0: yeah ooh, ooh. And, you know, right? <laughs>
1: and
2: we cut that bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but it's like you know it's uh, yeah uh the the metropolitan police they're not allowed to say that the first pl- the first police force anymore anymore like, did they used to they used they used to they used to swan about going we were the first we were the first police force like all the time yeah. like they, we were the original first police force and um you're like were you though and uh you know like now that i've looked into this uh, uh and now that i've been writing it I, I see kind of commissioners being kind of rolled out out from the Metropolitan Police, they were like, yeah, we started off as a boat patrol and I was like, oh, now you're stealing that. Yeah, Right, okay. Well, if that's the case then, Glasgow city police started in 1788 if we're going to if we're going to if we're going to do that you know I mean if we're not going to do like when Royal Ascent was granted if we're just going to do when we started it just for shits and giggles then we were 1788 which was still about 10 years before you so let's not like you know do the cock measuring thing (laughs) I just don't get why people just can't accept it I don't know why the metropolitan police have got to still be grasping on to this like no we were the first Um, history
1: so we've We've decided this is our narrative, and this is what we are. This is how we're teaching it. That's where this is what we're teaching. Learning history in America is we. Everything is taught with the overarching idea of we are founded on freedom, independence, and acceptance. The melting pot. So everything is told through a specific lens. And mm-hmm. once you pick that lens and started telling that story for long enough, that's kind of <laughs> the history gets. Alternative.
2: oh my yeah absolutely edited it down and then someone like you know like someone people like us who start like picking at the history and kind of going
0: what about that and
2: they're like <laughs> spitfires you know
0: what i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> um you- i have a potentially really stupid question uh
2: no stupid questions here
0: oh um, no i don't know wait till you hear it adam okay cool. um okay so <laughs> Why is Scotland Yard called Scotland Yard if it's the headquarters for the Metropolitan Police? Oh, Atlanta, I was going to ask that too. I was like, because it's like I... then it's almost like they recognize me not knowing anything and now knowing <laughs> that the Glasgow Police were the first uh, police force. W- looks at that and goes, "That's the Metropolitan Police." acknowledging that in the in naming their building that yeah in
2: denying. a really kind of subtext kind of manner
1: <laughs> yeah Look, we'll throw you it, the it. name but we're not yeah. going to tell everyone it was you guys yeah
2: we'll call it scotland yard but we we'll still obviously push the narrative at the metropolitan <laughs> police for the first yeah. but i think i think uh, it's as simple as it's built on scotland yard there's like a street that goes around the back called scotland yard i think
0: oh, uh, yeah because it is new scotland yard Yeah, I think
2: it's as simple as that. That
0: That's boring. Yeah. (laughs) Stupid. Just named for a street. I mean, that's Wall
1: Street. (laughs) (laughs) Shh. That's Broadway.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we also we also literally have a whole bonus series for our Patreon subscribers that called Little Locals. That the point of it is to say, like, here's a street you pass every day. Here's the history behind that street. But this is like the reverse of the history behind the building is the street and they're all, everything is one, yeah. We are one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, well. And, it wasn't a stupid question, but it had it a wasn't stupid a, answer. It wasn't a stupid
2: question. No, it wasn't a stupid
0: question. Did you just say it was a stupid answer? No, no, no. I'm saying that. <laughs> not that your answer was stupid, but that if that is, if that is accurate, the, the that answer is stupid like the, okay the actual but you thing. had to even say it Ob- objectively um, speaking do
2: you know what i hope it's right because if it's not right people are going to go well he was he was wrong about that so he must be wrong about everything else that he yeah. said
1: adam most <laughs> of our listeners are americans so you could say anything like hogwarts is real um and if you go to and run oh i heard a scottish guy say it so it's true yeah yeah
2: It reminds me of that bit in Blackwatch when there's that whole section when uh, they're talking about the Marines coming up to them and going, oh, my great, great, great granddaddy was Scots, like that, right? And, uh, you know, like actually taking the piss out of the American audience and they they were all, they were all laugh at it. Mm -hmm. And then every night at the stage door, they were like, you know, I'm like one eighteenth (laughs) Scots or something, some mad fraction. And I'm like, wow. And then this guy came up to me and went, "Uh, what, what clan are you from? Like that, And I was like i have no
0: idea
1: that's why have i want to be one people yeah. that's why i I've tried Should to I ask my
0: gran and she wouldn't tell me she clearly yeah. knows some shit she
2: was like we don't talk about that here yeah <laughs> um but you know just going back to the, the the metropolitan police trying to jump on the back of the thames valley police uh the thames valley police put a boat um a boat crew that basically looked after uh the docks out on the thames which was like tobacco and sugar and all that stuff that was coming in as imports there was nothing in their um kind of setup which was to guard watch and patrol the lieges as in like the public which is what in 1800 george iii passed for glasgow city police like guard watch and patrol was that's three words that are in the um, you know the constitution basically for being a police officer. And that's what modern day police officers still swear to, like you no know, guard watching patrol. So it's like, there's got that lineage all the way through um, Thames, Thames Valley police were literally security guards in a boat. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and, and they never received, and if, you, if people wanna get pedantic about it, just in case there's people listening to that going, oh no, I heard that, um, you know. They got, they got royal assent, but it wasn't until three weeks after glasgow city police so so that you know there's there, there's, yeah. all, there's all that i mean okay mm-hmm. it's three weeks we've done it by you know there's a saying in scotland a ball hair <laughs> like you know a, a, a hair on the scrotum a yeah. ball hair <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah um <laughs>
0: please <laughs> please please unpack this further for we're gonna make you
1: say it <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, like, but we say like "bar here," like it, we we do the "bar." Oh my god, that reminds me of that mass- oh, I'm sorry. I see what I mean. I just go. Off. I'm sorry. Um, Never yeah, apologize. So, also,
0: weeks. scrotum with a Scottish brogue sounds a lot better <laughs> than the scrotum in an American, a neutral Midwestern American accent. Cass, Cass, they did it.
1: Hmm? Did wait, what now?
0: They did it. They they finally did it. Greatest store in the universe. Who? Raygun! They did it! They're the greatest store in the universe! Oh, says who? Says Raygun.
1: Oh, okay, I'll buy it.
0: You know what else you can buy?
1: Clothing, home goods, and time travel supplies at raygunsite.com or at any of their six stores? Exactly. Use promo code Later to save on your next order. That's raygunsite.com, promo code Later. All one word.
2: Oh my God, now that takes, me to, that takes me to something which is a bit of a bugbear for me and I don't know who's gonna like listen to this and change, change America. <laughs> but like, I just wanted to say like from the bottom of my heart, there is no such thing as a British accent like when 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 you hear it on interviews they're like uh you know oh british accent and i'm like you don't mean british accent you mean english accent that's yeah. what you mean when you say british accent because the british isles are made up of scotland wales northern ireland and england and it's like there are many accents many it's like when <laughs> when i get asked to do a general american for like an addition it's like yeah i don't know where that is it's just a kind of sound do you yeah. know what i mean I, but i would never i would never say I would never say General American is, is like a an actual accent. I know it's yeah. a fake accent for television and film. Right. So there's no such thing as a British accent. Okay, I've got it off my chest. <laughs>
0: Thank, <laughs> you. Thank you. So brave of you. Thank Thanks. you for your bravery. Thanks.
1: Thank you. I
0: feel so much better.
1: I mean, sometimes <laughs> you just need to get it out. Yes. I know.
2: It's drained <laughs> me a little bit. <laughs>
0: It's a pet peeve of mine, actually, slightly with the with the "quote unquote" British accent thing, too, because oftentimes I'm like, "You mean RP?" and like, that's not.
2: That's not even a real accent.
0: Yeah, I'm like, that's not real. That's like saying, um, "Oh shit, what is it?" Cass, the uh, the Mid Atlantic. Yeah, like a Mid Atlantic accent from old. Catherine Hepper is not That's not there. What is? They created that
1: for television and radio. Yeah, yeah, it it was created. I can imagine
0: if people refer to a mid-Atlantic uh, accent as an American accent, I'd be like...
2: Exactly!
0: Wait! Oh my god.
2: I might do that to push it home. I might I might do that. Yeah. Just to push that. Yeah. And then we can both agree that I'll stop saying that, like I'm dead famous and getting interviewed all the time. <laughs> like, I'll stop saying that if you guys stop saying British accent, okay?
1: Yeah. Or, <laughs> or... You just do Katherine Hepburn anytime someone tells you to do an American accent. Yeah. <laughs> just the worst mid, like mid-Atlantic. Well, you know. <laughs>
0: uh, I would yeah. die. It'd be really. We'd start to see Adam not booking roles uh, <laughs> real quickly.
2: Well, I might. I might. I might. That is
1: solicited advice. Here yeah. We yeah. Go.
0: <laughs> this is yeah. the hill that adam yeah. is going to die on
2: yeah yeah everyone's I will... like why does he sound like catherine Hepburn? why is he naked
1: well i was <laughs> <honest> <laughs> on this <laughs> podcast once and these two americans they sounded really convincing so i thought i'd give it a
2: try <laughs> yeah 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 oh, do i man. get the part or are you phoning the police
1: <laughs> and if you're phoning the thing police... about the police let me tell you it was actually glasgow that yeah
2: yeah while i'm here we might as well learn something <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: oh my god you'd pull out a retractable pointer alright now over again visual medium no one can see me doing this podcasting is where would I be
2: pulling that out because I'm naked this time
1: (laughs) see you're always staying authentic
2: stop it stop (laughs) stop We can edit that out.
0: We'll tell you where you're pulling it out, but then we'll make you tell us more medically where you're pulling it out of. Uh, We'll act like we don't know what we're saying. In a a
1: British accent. Wait! (laughs) Oh, shit! (laughs) We just talked about it.
2: This whole thing's backfiring on me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're caught in a loop. Uh, We can't get out. Um, so, So your pilot that you've written is like, I don't know, I guess, like, tell us more about it. Like... I when you took that that tour through uh, through Glasgow was it did you start to like basically see the story come alive because if those oh, yeah. buildings were like inside of other buildings then I can imagine yeah. you reading about the history but it's another thing entirely to like well
2: there's, there's, there's an area in Glasgow where I used to live incidentally called the Merchant City and uh, it was built like you know well, it's got its name from the merchants and um, uh, you know uh, the gallery of modern art um in in glasgow uh, you just accept it for what it is which is this massive museum for art and uh, but when i got taken around for my tour uh, dr stephen mullen was like you know the, the original building is there and he pointed it out and i was like oh my god right enough like i'd never noticed it before it's had an, a massive extension on the back and an extension on the front but it's like that's the original house there which is still massive Mm-hmm. Um, and he went, and it looks straight up Ingram Street, which wasn't there. It was just fields and stuff. Which takes, which takes you all the way up to, um, you know, the the Tron Gate and uh, all that area, which is where we'd come down from. Which is like original buildings from that time. It's just fucking. It was so amazing. Um, so yeah, like it, the tour was really helpful in that in that regard because I'd kind of had an idea and, and, the, and the, uh, there's a lot of action that takes place in a pub because I've got this uh, female honey trap gang who run this bar called the Scotia and uh, they are, uh, uh, Isabella runs the place and she's like this matriarch who's got all, who've got, she's got all these girls underneath her who are pickpockets. Cass, and...
0: start practicing your British accent. We're gonna audition. <laughs> very
2: good, <laughs> very good. A wee dig, a wee dig there. <laughs> um, um, and uh, so the Scotia opened uh, in um, 1793, I th- I think it was, it was uh, in the 1790s anyway. So, uh, uh, and my, my show was set in 1800, so it was like perfect. So I went there for a drink one day yeah. for lockdown, obviously. Um, and I don't think it's changed much. It's amazing. Right. I li- literally want to just film everything in there because it's like yeah. so cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, do- all these little areas that are still here, um is really helpful and obviously if it got greenlit, lit that that would be built as a set somewhere but uh it's still really cool that you can go to that pub
0: do they have any walls in there that haven't been painted in a hundred years <laughs> that's what we call in improv a callback <laughs> oh, crushed wow. it i mean uh, amazing a master class right now <laughs> <laughs> give us give us
1: like your log line if you will oh
2: it's like oh god I, you know, it doesn't you know, I, have to be perfect do you know I hate these things? Oh, so it's do like, they the like, hardest.
1: They're harder than writing a goddamn script.
2: Oh my god! Like they're the like you you yeah. you you got asked to write a a, a script, or before that it's like the bible, which is like an overview of all the characters and the whole thing, and and including the pilot, and the, and then they go, and what about like an elevator pitch? And I'm like, what 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 like ten seconds? And you're like, whittle well, all that work down to ten seconds? Yeah. Yeah, and then can you do like a log line and you're like the whole thing is like one sentence yeah it's like and it's because people are like i'm busy what's yeah, this show about
1: historical <laughs> just... police sex there it is <laughs> i just did it not did you... that hard
2: <laughs> oh my god i'm stealing it
1: <laughs> take it take it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh man oh no yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i want you to do that so
2: bad <laughs> i know me too it, it actually probably makes my log line shit um no i think it, I, I i do you know what i i i think it's like uh you are of the law they are above it the first it's something it's something like that it's something that's like pretty,
0: that i like that that's that's I sexy that. but not there's i mean it doesn't exude nudity but it is sexy in a different way
2: <laughs> well, the reason the reason it came down with that is because when they were recruited, they were originally they were recruited from the Highlands because of the Highland Clearances, which is another time of Scotland's history which again has just been papered over. Like there's a guy um who does history on in Scotland. He's like the go-to history guy. Uh, just one of, guy. Oh my god, I can't remember his name. Neil Oliver, Neil Oliver. And he he had his own show and he referred to the Highland Clearances in Scotland's history as mass immigration. And you're like, what? So people were going, you know what? I'm gonna get on a boat and go to America. And it's like, we just decided that we would do that. We We weren't forced out of it. Scots weren't forced out of their homes. They weren't, you know, replaced with sheep. Because yeah. they would get more, like you know, like the 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 British Empire would get money off it, and mm. so like you had all these people who were just getting dispersed all over the world, and they were going to America and Canada and you know Ireland, and but the average height in in the Highlands at the time was almost six foot over six foot. The average height for a man in Glasgow in eighteen hundred was five foot four, because the, it was really bad like water and you can get dysentery from the water and stuff so it was like the cleanest thing you could drink was beer so that's why people drank beer really not understanding about like alcoholism and stuff Mm. so like a lot of these things that we have in society that are problematic usually stem back from the the you know the what happened back in the day with regards to just surviving because you couldn't drink the water because it was disgusting but mm-hmm. when the water did go through a fermentation process for the beer which made it s- safer to drink so yeah. like you've got people drinking beer because it's safer um, and uh y- you've got all these base these Giants w- wearing top hats walking <laughs> about Glasgow not really understanding Scots law yeah, uh, yeah and uh, just clubbing people and asking them questions later so it was really kind of it was a very violent time but it was also a time of learning and the the learning curve of criminal procedure was all kind of happening at the same time um it, you know it's and, and and so my characters i've got a a bunch of them that have came down from the highlands who are like these giants of men who mm. they speak Gaelic and
0: wearing top hats because this the timing of this would have Aligned with the the Act Against Highland Dress and Culture, right?
2: Um. Well, yeah, because that's what the whole yeah the whole yeah. thing was. It yeah. was like, but but the 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 uniform for the first police force, it it was like you know it you know it was top hats and like a tunic that came down to like your waist and breeches.
0: It's very posh. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: but like the cops, they had to pay fifty pounds, which was a lot of money yeah. back then. Um. To just become a police officer, and then they were trained on the job by the procurator fiscal, because the PF that we still have now in in in, in the courts in Scotland, they used to be the ones who went out and investigated crimes. Mm. So police officers actually translate, especially in well specifically in Scotland, they might might be elsewhere as well. But you're actually your your technical title is agent of the court, and um, you collate evidence you write a report and you give it to the pf and the pf reads it and then decides whether or not to prosecute off the evidence that you've put forward so so and the first it was all this like you know melting pot of these big burly guys just walking about glasgow not really understanding what's happening but also learning at the same time
1: well that makes sense that also that Glasgow had the first police force, because if you have if you're outsourcing giants from a almost seemingly different culture and yeah. they're going about doing things differently than you do, then you're kind of forced to codify things right away. Yeah. We need to take what you do, mix it with what we do. This is now our new procedure. You're kind of yeah. forced to create it and yeah. then yeah. people see it working and the Metropolitan are like, Hey, let's do that thing.
2: Yeah. Robert Peel was like this is the first police force here okay Mm. like that did i not hear the glasgow nope nope it's here this is the first (laughs) one and (laughs) yeah but it's i mean i just think the whole that whole moment in scotland's history is like fascinating because it did become like the cornerstone of policing in the uk because after glasgow uh now glasgow was like a almost a small borough and then you had like Govan, where I live. Where I live right now was disconnected from from Glasgow, from Glasgow city centre, essentially. So you had to like get a, a horse and cart to get where I am now through like basically countryside. So Govan village, which is what it was, they had the, they they had their police force. So like it all spread out from this epicenter, which was which was Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's it's just really kind of interesting time that I, I've kind of really got my hooks into, you know?
1: Well, it's interesting to think that a lot of history of a lot of places, policing is the beginning of, like, a lot of the modern history because we're becoming bigger towns, we're becoming, it's easily yeah. accessible to other people. We need, Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of, like, talk about gangs in... You know, this is how our little area of town got protected, and then totally. the police, which turned into a sort of police force, which then turned into how the leges, the lay people connect to the government, and a lot of the founding of modern urban cities has to do with the founding of the police. Yeah, in a certain yeah. sense.
2: No, that's totally that's totally true. It, it reminded me actually, there's a, there's an amazing because um, like a lot of my characters are based on real people. And uh, there was a there's a, there's a character in it called Big Rachel, and she she was over six foot, in Glasgow, and she was from Govan. She ends up becoming a special constable when in this the last episode there's a big riot that happens, and they start swearing in special constables, basically people. Yeah. <laughs> they just start putting their hand up and swearing themselves in, and she. In episode one, she tries to join the police and she gets told that she can't because she's a woman. Mm. Go away. <laughs> and, um, and, then, and then in the last episode, she ends up getting sworn in by the guy who told her that she couldn't join the police. So there's like, oh, this, there's, like <laughs> yeah, there's this lovely thing. And she's, she was huge. Like she worked in like the, the foundries in, uh, in Glasgow and the Clyde. Uh, and another thing as well was like the reason that the police had to they, they had to create this police force is that the merchants in glasgow were looking at france they were looking at the revolutionary wars across there and thinking we don't want that happening here we don't want the working class fucking getting like uppity do you
1: know what i mean
2: it's like that kind of that that tech that that kind of mentality yeah and uh and so they wanted to keep the working class at bay and that's what essentially the police force were now there was nothing there's nothing written down as such to say that the merchants uh, wanted to keep the working class at bay, but the first com- the first um, master of police he was called was a merchant, mm-hmm. so it doesn't take it. You know you can you can look at, at that as a as a, a kind of an outside uh, looking in and thinking why would the merchants who were neck deep in chattel slavery and really reaping the benefits of of that, Uh, why would they want to keep the working class at bay to keep their life from not changing? Mm -hmm. There were all these people coming in to Glasgow on boats uh, and ships because the Clyde was getting extended and there was like, I think Glasgow's population went up by 800,000 or or something like that. It was like ridiculous amount of numbers. So again, the merchants are like, we don't want any hassles, we don't want that. And so they put a merchant in charge of the police. So like it doesn't, it do, it, you know, for me and what I've certainly put in my script is that it's so they can keep control of the police.
1: Yeah. You know, if
2: they've got a friend who's looking after them, then they've right. got direct access to what the police do. Um, and that's what happens in my, I mean, that might be a bit of a fabrication, but I think looking at politics, do you know what yeah. I mean?
1: It seems it's like a of... pretty clear line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Historically, finding a group of people to suppress or oppress helps lift up a smaller group of people.
2: Absolutely. And then
1: finding sort of creating, quote unquote, differences between that suppressed or oppressed people. Yeah. Argue amongst yourselves. We'll control y'all and then we get to do whatever the hell we want.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: That's the same as drawing that line in America between like literally every able bodied man must make sure. like check basically check the papers of every black person because they might be an escaped slave and that that patrol then becoming the police then becoming the confederate Army well becoming the uh, revolution the american army and then becoming the confederate army and then becoming uh, a brotherhood known as the ku klux klan that it's like you if you start to look at all those pieces if you look at all those connections it's like you see that straight line. So it's not difficult to see that straight line from, maybe in Scotland, we never said the purpose was to protect the merchants, but when a merchant is...
2: In charge of the police. In charge
0: of it, then, yeah. yeah. It's like,
2: John, you could be master of police. Thanks.
0: (laughs) Great, pal.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'll do that. I could do that. But interestingly, John Stenhouse, there's not a lot of history on him. And Dr Stephen Mullen, who is an expert on merchants, he didn't really know much about him. And that kind of annoyed. I could tell it annoyed him a little bit. He was a bit like, "Oh fuck!
0: It's like, Stop asking me questions about this yeah. guy." I uh, don't um, have and it's not because
2: it's because it's not because he's that Stephen isn't like an absolute brain about merchants and that yeah. uh, whole of Glasgow history and the slave trade as well. He's like he's a he he's, he, he gets um, he's on like all TV programs and like he's the, the go-to guy, mm. um, you know, but john stenhouse was only a master of police for two years so again that feeds into me that perhaps well this happens in my script anyway but the merchants are putting pressure on him and he's like well no i i want this police force to be like beyond reproach i want us to be as professional as possible and the merchants are like that's not why you got the job we're gonna put our other friend
1: in there he's gonna listen to what we say
2: what about us? <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like that kind of vibe. So I've I've, I've got that as a through line in the first mm. two seasons, and I think John Stenhouse, uh, you know, you know, he could he can continue on, but I think it's it's uh, it would be a nice conclusion for him to have amazing storylines for the first mm. two years, and then like be, no, nah, I, I can't do this anymore. I can't yeah. deal with this anymore, and there's no history as to why he left. That's got
1: to be so frustrating for a historian to be like this guy from history is the key. Like there's something- This is a link
0: to this. Yeah. But
1: there's nothing written about him. You're like, I need to know everything about you to understand everything else. But you didn't write anything down. Yeah. I need a primary source.
2: Yeah, or it's been like got rid of. Mm -hmm. But then I was a bit annoyed at first, but then I was like, I could write anything I want.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No one's gonna
0: check me on this. There won't be any any articles in Vulture about or bustle about my history yeah. idiosyncrasy.
1: You I are now the that. primary source. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So what if I decide to say that he's naked all the time? That's my prerogative. <laughs> um, I have to do something for Cass just because you know I looked it up the moment it was said, but then we got away from it. So mm-hmm. this is a oh. A solid ten minutes ago, Adam, you said that they had to pay fifty pounds. To, yeah, to, was that to join the police?
2: It was basically to keep them in check,
0: mm.
1: and it
2: was to and it was also to prove that you know that they they'd worked and like could you know what I mean like can hold down jobs and stuff like mm.
1: that. So. I put a lot of money into this. I'm not going to screw it up. Too yeah exactly yeah cast knows that i love to do uh
0: conversions for our fans abroad and also inflation calculations
1: we always do miles to kilometers we always do it oh my Uh, god you're so fun nerds half
0: of the time half of the time we do it it's because our source has it in kilometers and we do it for the dum-dums back home Uh, but we say it's for our fans abroad um So fifty pounds in seventeen. I I did seventeen sixty. I just chose a year. Uh, was is worth ten thousand one hundred and sixty two pounds today, twenty twenty. Uh which in U.S. dollars today is just slightly higher than that ten thousand three hundred and forty dollars. Fuck, that's, that's a big th- ask, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I just uh, that is so that is so pay to play. Like I will pay you for this job, I will pay you yeah. and then you can pay me.
1: That feels yeah. very much like the life of an actor or an improviser. I'll do the show for free. Oh yeah, oh, okay. I'll pay for these classes and you know, oh my God, remember yeah. me later on. Yeah, think, nope. about, think about the exposure that those early oh, police officers
0: Oh
2: my got. God, yeah, the exposure, you know, I know you don't know much, but like, you know, you'll learn on the job and mean yeah. know, like, great, yeah. that's 50 pounds by the way.
1: <laughs> well, um, yeah, I, I oh God. Am if we're talking about exposure pay, like I'm really rich. I've got so much exposure money, but unfortunately it doesn't convert to dollars or pounds. Yeah. Turns oh out. Oh my God.
2: Oof. Like see now, now, I've been an actor uh, for like 12 years and I've like been a writer for about eight of those. I'm definitely in the position now where I can go out to actors. Don't work for nothing. Mm-hmm. Like don't do it for free. Don't fucking do it. They're yeah. going to take the piss. Everyone's going to take the piss for ages yeah just don't do it yeah don't fucking do it stop yeah it's just
1: hurting everyone else yeah exactly i know john over here he's gonna do it for free so i'll just ask him instead of you
2: yeah fuck john
1: nine times out of ten if you do something for copy and credit
0: you're not gonna end up getting either (laughs) because it's a production (laughs) that won't give you the copy and doesn't know even know how doesn't have an imdb pro login to give you the credit If they're not paying you, if they're not paying for IMDb.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I was when I was at drama school, I did like as many short films as I could. I was like, because all these guys are going to go into TV and film, and they're going to remember me.
0: Have you worked with any of them ever again? No. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I that... see
2: them, I see them at the Oscars, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. Hiya, hiya pal, hiya pal. Remember, remember, I done that fucking shit script remember it wasn't shit it was it wasn't shit because they were fucking great obviously
0: but anyway we're we're, we're
2: all on our own journey
0: some of us just have to pay 50 pounds to say that we're on the journey
2: oh my god but yeah
0: that is so fascinating
2: i i think so i mean even even like uh, like cops today I tried I tried like when I wrote a play, I wrote a play called Standby and it was really well received and it got really well reviewed, but for me I wanted cops to come up to me and say, That was fucking great, man. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's what I wanted. I wanted cops to watch it and go, That's that's a cop drama. Yeah. Because it's realistic as fuck. And mm. there was a woman who came to see it who she she I wanted to put this on the poster. <laughs> but everyone was like, No. Um <laughs> uh, she, she came out and i was speaking to her and she went like that fuck me i feel like i've just worked a night shift <laughs> why didn't that make it on the post? and i was like oh my god can i can we use that but um i wanted cops to kind of give me the rubber stamp the rubber yeah. seal of approval mm-hmm. and, uh, and you know
1: well that also goes to prove that you know some people write something just to like i want to write something and and get a lot of credit for whatever but when you care about the material and you want to do right by it I don't really care what the critics say I want the people who I wrote it for yeah get something out of this and and to approve
2: yeah yeah totally totally and I and I think that's why uh you know I I so I I, there was a couple of nights because I I'd started thinking about the first when I was doing standby and um and I was at a, a bar uh when we were in Edinburgh with uh, uh, some serving cops who I didn't know because, you know, uh, it's Police Scotland now. They've amalgamated all the forces into like one big kind of force, which is mm. centralized, anything doesn't really work. Mm. But I was like kind of talking to them and they were like, oh, God, yeah, it was really good, man. It was like really fucking realistic and stuff. And I went, do you know who the first police force was? <laughs> <laughs> and
0: they
2: were I'll like, I have yeah. you here. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, and, and uh, no one. I I I asked maybe six or seven cops over a period of that tour. Yeah. And no one gave me the right answer. They all said the met. And I was like, Wow. It's like we've been brainwashed.
1: What did they say when you told them?
2: They were like, Fuck off. And I was like, Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I love that it's kind of like you
0: you learned this, and you were like, how the fuck didn't I know this? Am I the only one who didn't fucking know this? And so you just like slowly like expanded your like survey survey sample size to be like, guess do you know? Okay, so it's not just me. I'm not the only asshole. Got it.
1: I did not do my homework, right? They, did, they didn't say this in class. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Did they
0: cover this while I was making my hair stand up? <laughs>
2: oh no they talked about it when we were doing tire tread depth <laughs> oh right that's why i missed it because that's boring as fuck do you know what <laughs> what I, <mean? laughs>
0: I was learning how to recognize a tire that won't even be on the market anymore by the time i finished this program
2: <laughs> <sighs> um yeah but like it, yeah, someone was like do you know who the first police force were and they were like yeah glasgow city police and i'm like yeah 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 obvs.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. I knew that too.
1: I, I also I knew passed that. the test too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but no one knew. No one, and um, it was really interesting.
1: Hey, Nat, can we make this quick? I have to go check on my sponge. Your sponge?
0: Ugh, you've been binging Bake Off again, haven't you?
1: Four words, Paul Hollywood, soggy bottom.
0: Okay, well, when you're done with amateur hour, the adults will be over here ordering cakes from the pros at ECBG Cake Studio because they make specialty cakes for all occasions. We're talking custom birthday cakes. We're talking jaw-dropping wedding cake masterpieces. We're talking Paul Hollywood just shook my hand, I deserve a cake cakes. ECBG Cake Studio, you said? Yes and if you insist on trying to perfect your sponge they also offer online baking classes follow at ecbg underscore studio on instagram or visit their website ecbgstudio.com
1: it's interesting to hear that they they started almost more as detectives than anything
2: well because they were learning on the job they were yeah and they, and they were they were literally you know there was they were brain over bronze is another uh, yeah. brawn over brains sorry no, i was like no, they
0: were six feet tall like, they first... <laughs> oh my
2: god they were like big and really brainy yeah. <laughs> and uh everyone swooned when they walked down the street <laughs> <laughs> like, look at those big intelligent guys um no the other way around they <laughs> they were big and uh they didn't have uh, much brains they were literally just smashing folk
1: yeah
2: um and asking questions later yeah. so it was a very violent time mm-hmm. turbulent time but then glasgow ended up pulling itself up to become the second city in the empire which you know even even that even saying that now knowing the connotations of what the empire means mm-hmm. you're just like fuck, why are we why are we even saying that why why is that a thing why are we going yep glasgow second city in the empire and you're like <laughs> stop saying it because yeah. it was built on the back of fucking slavery do you know yeah. what i mean stop it Um because there was a, there's a push actually to change all the names of the merchants uh, you know the streets are named after them to change them or to put a plaque up with the history of where that name came from because mm-hmm. i think it's so important i mean we've touched on it but i think it's so important to acknowledge your history
0: because
2: mm-hmm. um, i i've done a film called uh, uh bitter harvest which was about the holomador and i think the american government still haven't acknowledged that, that Took place, like the starvation by Stalin.
0: We're really good at people.
1: not acknowledging things. Yeah,
2: yeah, but the Scottish government have, but Westminster haven't.
1: Wait, what is this? I don't even think I know.
2: Yeah, history. like Stalin. I mean, all this, oh my god, you're getting two bits of history. <laughs> um, oh my god, high five. Um, <laughs> I'd
0: argue that we've got more than two, but we'll. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean, it's gonna, you're like that. This edit is going to take fucking ages. Um. Uh, yeah, like the uh, Holmador was, uh, uh, was Stalin starved, starved Ukrainians, like millions of Ukrainians to death.
1: Mm.
2: It's a horrible, horrible blight
1: yeah. on yeah. history
2: and, and, and humanity. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. But like uh, there was a, a puff piece written at the time by a guy. He was a reporter for the New York Times and he won a Pulitzer Prize for it. There was a whole load of actors were put in a street uh, pretending to be Ukrainians, and they were saying, that, "No, no, life here is great. This is just like anti-Russian propaganda. No one's starving here. Are you joking? We're the breadbasket of Europe."
0: Yeah. Genocidal famine? Never heard of it.
2: <laughs> yeah, what were what you talking about? Don't go down that street. No, carry on. Do you know what I mean? It was like, and 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 uh, talk and, to
0: uh, us and... <laughs> and talk to no one else.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But and and uh, and that got you know pushed everywhere in the New York Times. You know, they 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 really they pushed that as a as a story and. and it's, I don't think the acknowledgement is, is there, and I think it's, as, again, I think that's why we turn blind eyes to atrocities, which mm-hmm. uh, it's just d- detrimental to, to us in the long term, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Well, the morning of the day that we are recording this, Shared History got our first, quote unquote, hate mail Shut that up. is relevant to this the I don't know if you I hope you haven't heard of it it's embarrassing but Trump ordered a commission of not historians to basically make a report on how to improve historic like education in history uh, in America but the point of it was like a patriotic a more pa- quote-unquote patriotic historic history education and um the report came out on Martin Luther King jr. day so just days before he left office And they basically were like, look, we we did the assignment that Trump asked us to do and just kind of like published it with like little fanfare but historians were like, what the fuck is this?
1: (laughs) Which is basically just don't talk about slavery in class anymore.
0: It's not not even that. It's just like, it's oh, like the youth are being indoctrinated with anti-American history by learning about slavery and the fact that all of our founding fathers had slaves and that you know, George Washington had like 18 slaves by the time he was 18 and like shit like that and like basically being like that's uh, why are we why are we talking about that in school which is funny because to that i would say we weren't we weren't when i was growing up we were not talking about that in school i did a bonus episode where i just read the report into a microphone it's about 45 pages my goal was to read it without commentary but my sister will tell you that she could hear when i wanted to sigh you also gave
1: context at the top like this is what you're about to hear
0: and the context that i gave largely was like here's what historians are saying about this document in reaction to it okay now let's begin and we got a comment this morning uh that our network sent over of just some person being like I found a commentary obnoxious and blah 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 and the best part though he says something about quote the evil spider web of socialism communism and communism so Cass and I have been accused of as double communists is uh (laughs) but it's like it's that thing where it's like people don't want to talk about it they're like why are you why are you acknowledging these things why can't we just you know spitfires
2: yeah spitfires just like well, just say spitfires when you get in a like do you know what i mean it's like yeah just wave a flag and shout spitfires right yeah um and he uh, says yeah. at the
1: end i'll be surprised if you keep this comment but if you delete it you prove my point
2: i mean it's like the logic as well it's like he's trying to like psychologically make your brain just like pour out your ears you're just like yeah. what the fuck are you
1: talking
0: about man? there's also yeah. almost no punctuation in the comment <laughs> And he says that he's waiting for his... He listened to the episode while waiting for his printed copy. And he'll wait until there's an audiobook version. And I'm like, there won't be.
1: Also, why are you printing this off? Yeah, you want to frame it or something?
0: Well, because the, the White House... Because <laughs> uh, it was published on the White House website. And uh, as of inauguration day of, uh, of Joe Biden, it was taken off. They were like,
1: no, no. They said it was written by educators and professional historians, but there were no...
0: Professional, there were no professional, professional
2: historians, historians on, historians on it at all. But. <laughs> Who wrote this, Dave? What does Dave do? He's a mechanic. <laughs>
1: yeah. He's my friend, though, so I figured he would get my message across
2: that I want. Yeah. But he dabbles in history. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's like Cass and I are so careful to never call ourselves historians. This, like, we're like, we're like, we're not even amateur historians. We're like hobbyists. We're really good at Google, is basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, thing is so that
2: yeah but, but it's it's good and, and when i got the drive to kind of look, look into scottish history and and start reading more books again it's just like it's phenomenal like there's there's a book that i read again it was, it's from 1820 but i thought it would it would mention the police in it so that's why i read it it's an amazing book right mm. and it's got and i'm not kidding five screenplays in it
1: <laughs> like yeah you
2: could, you could talk you could literally write about five move different movies Just different fucking movies Mm -hmm. from this one book. It's called The Radical Rising, the Scottish Insurrection of 1820. And and it's not dry. It's not like. And and there's an amazing bit at the end where they start like one of the the guys from the insurrection who wanted to, you know, get rid of the British Empire and and make Scotland an independent country once again. Because, you know, we're 900 years old and we've been independent for longer than we've been in a political union Mm -hmm. with England. But. That seems to be the only thing that we fucking get taught about. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, he stood up and gave this most beautiful monologue in court. Like before he went, I think he got hung. You got hanged. Hung? Hanged? Hang. I don't know. Jury's hanged. out. Hanged? Um, <laughs> oh, um... When the jury comes back. <laughs> oh, look. Um, <laughs> and uh, he uh, he gave this beautiful monologue. That when i was reading it i was like god I, that, if you've learned that and had to perform it you get goosebumps and uh and then the paper the, the herald the scottish the scotland herald at the time said uh he mumbled incoherently before taken being taken down and you're just like "Fuck, the media have been the same for years yeah. they're just like
1: <laughs> plus <laughs> just writing just like- that screenplay you're like all right, I'm going to write the court scene and then I don't need to write the speech. Speech is written for me. Yeah, perfect.
2: Yeah. All right, now I'm going to end. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I but like it's because uh any there's an unbroken line from 1707 to present day of people who want Scottish independence. Mm. Um and uh, we're made to feel like we're a fringe group and we're all na- nasty nationalists and yeah. it's just stupid. Do you know, yeah. it's just the the death throes of a of an unequal union that's that's living in the past.
1: Well, and so, when your history... I put
2: my heart on my sleeve there. You know <laughs> what side I'm on. Do you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> well, and when your history is written and and pushed by not, not your people.
2: Uh, but, but, you know, like, and, and I'm not saying that the Scots weren't... In, the Scots were like, we can make how much money? Do you know what right. I mean? It's like, oh, at okay. the time, the landowners and stuff were like, yeah, 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 cool. Where are we going? I'll get on a right. boat with you. So, like, it's not. Uh, I'm not saying the Scots were innocent by any stretch of the imagination. Right. But, you know, it's, it's we, Scots, and I, I, I count myself uh, in this as well, we don't know half of our own history. Mm. And I think it's really sad. Yeah. We are taught another version of it. I send my kids to uh, a Gaelic nursery school that speak English and Gaelic. And and they're they're going to a, a school a primary school which also teaches some Gaelic as well because there's an insurgence of um, of people wanting to learn it because it's that is the that is the language that we got told we couldn't speak anymore. I keep saying we like it's me, but I mean like you know our, my ancestors we, we, we had to speak English and uh, Gaelic was outlawed mm-hmm. and that's why there's like only little tiny pockets of it.
0: No, it was it was you because you, you touched the stone, at Craig's tune, and, and then, <laughs> was, and then me. It's it was me. You. It's you. And then you went back. To time. <laughs> I'm the one real. that's pushing
2: it. I'm pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so excited when I'm reading, when I'm writing my characters who came down from the Highlands, and they're kicking about and talking to each other in Gaelic, and they speak Scots, mm-hmm. and this because like back in the day in Scotland, that that you know each household. Spoke spoke on average of like four languages um, like French and German and Flemish and Scots is an actual language people we've been led to believe that it's just slang but it's mm-hmm. not it's like derivatives of different languages that we've made into another language called Scots and 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 English as well so you had these melting pots of, of like just stunning language mm-hmm. which now is just this just everyone just speaks English. I, I and mean, we've got smatterings of Scottish, like sc- Scottish words and Scots. That I mean, I, I when I'm speaking to my pals, I speak, like, Scots. Like mm-hmm. I'll say, I don't know when I say I don't know and stuff, you know, and yeah. things like that. So, But I think Outlander helps you guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, do- oh, yeah. that
0: documentary,
1: Outlander, <laughs> definitely.
2: We can touch the stones and go back in time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Language holds so much... Key information to history and culture, and yeah, and absolutely like specific culture, not just making a homogenous. You're all Scottish; it's all the same thing. You all wear mm-hmm. the same colors, kilts, kilts, mm-hmm. and what? No, like there's such a diverse totally. culture within Scotland itself, mm-hmm. and changing and taking away the language makes yeah. it easier to erase all of that.
0: Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. disperse the clans, stop mm-hmm. speaking Gaelic, get rid of tartan.
1: Mm. this
0: see and this is why I was like we could do a whole season shared Scottish history we'll have to we'll confuse a lot of our guests for this season if we were to email them and be like new brief you have to bring in some Scottish history <laughs> cancel your topic yeah. I don't Everyone's care like, what, what you have your doctorate in now you have to talk <laughs> about Scotland <laughs> you'll oh do Damn, I should,
2: have, I should have taken that as a module <laughs> <laughs> I was, fuck
0: uh, I'm gonna have to read some of these books cause I, I'm I go through waves of just having to read non-stop non-fiction and uh, Radical Rising sounds right. Yeah, oh yeah, that, that's beat. really
2: good. There's another one, so, wait, so I've got Glasgow, The Real Mean City, that's really good. And there's another one called Bare Arse uh, Banditti.
0: You had me at bear. bear Ass, so.
2: <laughs> bear Arse Banditti. The book is by uh, a woman called Maggie Craig and it's called Bare Arse uh, Banditti, The Men of the 45. And it's a really good read as well. So, yeah, just thought, you know, you can want to add that to the list.
0: I'll just have a uh I intended to have a winter of just reading like gothic brit lit, but instead I'll just pivot and I'll just exclusively read uh h- histories <laughs> from Scotland. <laughs>
1: yeah you Why completely not? derailed all of our book planning for yeah. the next few months
0: i just finished jane eyre i was gonna go in i was gonna do a reread of Wuthering heights
2: boring
1: but <laughs> give me some bear scots
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: yeah you want them you want those guys yeah um but uh yeah those all those books are fascinating and this in fact the scottish enlightenment can't remember the author off the top of my head but uh it's a, fan, a fantastic book. And again, there's about like f- f- five or six screenplays in there alone. Yeah. Um,
1: well, we'll read I mean, it and we'll, we'll give you all of our log lines. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll let you know. Yeah. You're <laughs> good at them, you're good at them. All of our, rec- them. our recommended nudity, we'll, we'll pass that along.
0: Um, oh my God, I'm just like, I now have a reading list and I'm excited and also, like, 3,000 kudos points to you for reading something and then actually being like, this could be a a movie or a TV series, and then actually writing the thing. <laughs> the amount of times that I do th- or I'll read something, and I'll be like, this should be a movie, and then I look it up, and somebody already owns the rights, and I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah,
1: son of a but bitch. But I wouldn't have written it anyway. <laughs> yeah, but I'm mad. It's the principle of the thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: I should have. Now now the option is taken away from me because fucking Scorsese is squatting on the rights. <laughs>
2: He's just holding them. Um yeah, hoarders.
0: Yeah, jerks. <laughs>
2: it's, it's like it's like going back with what do you call it when you go back? You go That's back a call to something? Back? Call back, take your shit or go off the potty. Something like that, <gasps> you said.
1: Back from the very like beginning. Just, do
2: you just... know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got you know. it right back at you just
0: cruising an in it. yeah you know
2: i think i got it completely wrong but fuck it it was it was similar
0: you got so it. i wasn't aware that it that, that was a, a a more american colloquialism so it's fun for me to hear you butcher it
2: uh, yeah what is it get off the pot what is it shit, uh, shit or, get or, get or get off the, off the pot. pot oh i'm having a yeah. whole fucking sentence like why don't you take a shit put, put some force into please? it have a shit or get off the potty <laughs> Well, don't push too hard
0: yeah, you don't want to you don't want to hurt yourself oh my god and on that on that beautiful oh
2: god is that it, that's meal, how we'll end it yeah
0: that's <laughs> how we'll do it we have to call it
1: there that's a perfect that's spot. it
0: <laughs> um adam thank you so much for coming on thanks for being a tasty history snack you know oh no it was great thanks, thanks. for sharing one and thanks for being i like one. that i like that intro. <laughs> i feel like intros are inherently uncomfortable maybe that's just me i don't like being introduced i'm fine introducing people but i don't like being introduced and i tend to make introducing people as weird as possible for everyone involved intentionally yes
2: being described as like almost a buffet i mean yeah. you know yeah i'll take that
0: It's like i'm gonna dine out on that for a week uh, because you can because it's a buffet <laughs> god damn it (laughs) and this is where the wheels that's the
2: humor you that was the humor you were talking about
0: (laughs) thank you thank you so much uh friends fans countrymen uh lend us your ears on future episodes you know where to find them if you want to find um we're gonna we'll put some of the books that were mentioned in the show notes and the doobly-doo uh and then we always have a bunch of visual aids and whatnot so you can see what adam is talking about and shit like that uh over on our social medias we are at shared pod on instagram and twitter so go look subscribe for those please leave us a five-star rating and review on apple Podcasts, just to prove the asshole who left us a comment and called us double communists wrong just to like
2: communists squared
0: and if yeah. you
1: have if you have questions corrections or suggestions probably correcting the americans getting this wrong or you do want to give us some hate mail email it to us don't put it on on the comment section
0: yeah questions corrections or suggestions you can always send to shared history podcast at gmail.com if you have a correction uh or you know a suggestion for some nudity for adam don't (laughs) don't worry we will forward it to him he's (laughs) waiting with bated breath for every last one of them in the meantime share Share you later later. share you later i forgot crushed it